You know, tonight is the Yorzeit of the Rebbe Tzilchaya Mushka, the daughter of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe and the wife of the Rebbe. So, first, let's light a light, a little Nishmasa, to be burning for the 24 hour period in Mitzvah We'll let it burn, so it should be as the tradition is to light the Ner Nishama. And I just wanted to uh, briefly uh, uh, bring out an interesting point. Uh, the Alter Rebbe in the Geras HaKodesh, in the Holy Letters, he has a discussion over there. He brings down the uh, saying of our sages who said that, uh, bring down that we find in the Torah that the Torah describes um, the laws of the Pora Aduma, that's the red heifer. That happens when a person uh, becomes defiled, touches a corpse and uh, becomes Tomei. So in order for him to be purified, there's the procedure of burning the red heifer, putting it into water, the ashes, and then sprinkling it on the third and the seventh day of the person in order for him to become clean. Following that story in the Torah, the Torah goes on to tell us about the passing of Miriam. So the Gemara asks, what's the connection? Why does the Torah place this, the uh, death of Miriam, the passing of Miriam, next to the uh, procedure of the uh, Paraduma? And the Gemara says to tell us that just like the uh, carbon, a sacrifice atones, a person brings a carbon, brings it as an atonement, Likewise, the passing of the tzaddikim also atones. That's why it's juxtaposed. The Torah brings them together so that we should learn that the misa tzaddikim is also mechaperes. So the Rebbe asks, "But why was the korban of paraduma, the Alter Rebbe, in the why was the korban of paraduma chosen of all the other korbanos? The korban, the paraduma." is not a regular sacrifice. While most sacrifices were done inside the temple, in the courtyard, they were slaughtered in the procedure, uh, the uh, paraduma was done outside, and it was actually barely a carbon. The Gemara says, chatos the Torah calls it a chatos. It's called a, an atonement, it's called a, an atonement, but it's not really a regular carbon. It would seem more fitting, if the Torah wants to say that the death of tzaddikim is like a korban that atones, why did the Torah choose to bring it next to a korban paraduma, which is barely a korban versus a regular korban? You know, korban shlomim, a korban chatos, a regular korban, all the other korban oila, the different korbanos, mainly a korban chatos. Why next to uh, the paraduma? And the Altarebbe explains at length over there that that is actually the whole point. In the levels of impurity, uh, there are various different levels of impurity. And the physical contact with a dead body, with a corpse, basically represents a very low and a very uh, negative place where the person is holding. Uh, lifelessness, uh, a living thing has some life in it, even if it's... Uh, in the wrong direction, but as long as it's living, it's something which you can sort of turn around. But once it's dead, it's just gone. It's very, very, it's, it, it represents in the spiritual, emotional level, it represents a very low level of tumor being a very low level. And the key point over here is that the paraduma, which was made on the outside, it wasn't really a full carbon, but yet it was able to touch in the very deep level to even atone.
and reach out to people who spiritually are far on the outside, they are almost like dead, and even there the, the Paraduma can help them, bring them back into the Gedusha, bring them back into holiness. And the point of the Tzaddik is also in a similar way that the Tzaddik can bring back and touch even people that are very, very far, and the ordinary uh, methods of bringing people back don't work, but yet the Tzaddikim, they have the ability to reach and even touch those faraway souls. That's a little bit of discussion. I didn't get a chance to look it over now from memory, but that's a little discussion that the Alter Rebbe discusses over there. But then I was thinking, but I don't think the Alter Rebbe discusses over there. My fire went out already. I, uh, but what I was thinking is, how come the Torah cho- chose to talk about the passing of a woman, of Miriam, versus the passing of other tzaddikim? There's Moshe Rabbeinu, there's Aaron. There's other great tzaddikim over there. The Torah chooses to equate it by the death, by the passing of a woman of Miriam, Anavia. And that is what I think I want to connect with uh, the yard side of the Rebetzin, Chayim Mushka. Because you see, practically speaking, you know, in our homes, and we see in other homes, you know, we see that sometimes maybe our children or the people that we're close with are not... uh, doing exactly the way they're supposed to be doing. So the tendency sometimes of a father is to sort of more reject and to get frustrated and sort of not reach out to that level. But we see that the nature of the woman, of her mother, no matter what, is her child. And a mother will even go to places and will even reach the levels in which a father wouldn't go. And I, perhaps we can say the same thing as far as tzaddikim, and Sitkanaya is that sometimes you need, in order to really reach those faraway places, maybe it's more a Sitkanaya, not just a regular tzaddik, but a woman, a tzaddikis, who can actually have that special motherly touch and has that special motherly uh, feeling and that connection because she actually bore, gave birth to that child. She had, uh, was pregnant with the child for all the... Uh, months that she was pregnant, and that's a connection that can never be taken away and can never be severed. That always remains. And that's why the missus of the tzitkonios, of the woman, is sometimes more powerful. So I'm saying this as we're talking today, standing by Chovbeis Shvat, the yard side of the Rebbe Zechayim Mushka, and her uh, connection to the Jewish community, to Chabad, to all the followers of the Rebbe was not such a visible on a external level because the Rebbe did the leading of all the Hasidim but in a inner deeper level the one who really connected and connected also the Rebbe perhaps with everyone that the uh, teachings and the path for return that it applies to everybody as the example of the Gemara says Misa Sadikim from Mir Hanaviyah so we have today of Chav Shvat, the yard side of the Rebetzin, an opportunity to actually come back, to be mechaper, to atone for ourselves and gain Hashem's forgiveness. And we have a, an opportunity to sort of reconnect and realign ourselves. And the Eberster will do his part, that Mr. Sadiki Mechaperes, so he will do his part, that he'll bring us also the kapora, the atonement, so that we should be blessed with everything that we need.
with health, with happiness, with good fortune, with sustenance, with all the things that we wish of ourselves. May the Rebbe be a good to better for all of us and for Klal Yisrael to bring us Mashiach Tzidkenu, Vimheir Amen. Mr. Redlach.